0: Welcome to the Fire and Earth podcast with your hosts Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Fire and Earth podcast. I'm your co-host Jason Mefford
0: and I am Kathy Groover. Welcome back. We're so excited to be here with you today. As always, as you can see, we don't have a guest today. It's just us. we just with us. Just us. Just us. So Jason and I are going to talk about ways to be a good leader. He's got a very phenomenal list of things. So we're going to cover a couple of those. And then you're going to have to tune in to the next one or a future one to hear the rest of them. We're going to give you a little cliffhanger there. So,
1: Kind of feel like Paul Harvey today, you know, and now for the rest of the story, Yeah. (laughs) you know, you'd always have to wait. Yeah, yeah, you know, you have to wait until the end or turn to page 13 for the page rest 13, of the story. Yeah.
0: Which I never understood. It's the whole newspaper, like, magazine thing. Like, at the end, there's just, like, the ends of, like, five different articles. It's very confusing because I didn't realize that as a kid. So I did all this one thing. like, what does cat litter boxes have to do with peace in Israel? I mean, like, I, you know, it just was very confusing to me. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've, learned, I've grown up. A, well, maybe not. Anyway, yeah, so right, you're, we're you're excited old. to be here and as always, sh- share some tips, tricks, and tools to unleashing your limitless potential.
1: Yeah, so we thought we'd, we'd talk about this. I've been doing a lot of work about um, some of the different habits of successful leaders, okay? And specifically in some of the groups that I that I uh, serve. And what's interesting, you know, is, is you can have... A lot of people think that success is about what what you do, but it's actually not about what you do. It's about how you do it and the person that yeah. you're actually being. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, again, you might be thinking, well, what are you what are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. Well, how you know, I'm sure you've seen this too, right? Where, you know, two different people do the same thing, but they get completely different results. Happens all the time right and so because the reason is it's not so much about the doing it's about the person that's doing the doing how they're being okay absolutely so um so yeah we thought we'd go through and we talk talk about a couple of them today I've got a list of seven we'll get through a few today you'll have to listen in the future for other other ones right
0: we'll do three and a half
1: we'll do three (laughs) three and a half leave them hanging on the one right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, page
0: 37 has the second half (laughs)
1: Yeah, and if you're trying to find page thirty-seven in the podcast, good luck because it's it's not paginated. Right, anyway, paginated. I know there's your I, ten. There's your ten-dollar word for the day.
0: It's a good word. Why is it page and paginated? Why isn't it paginated?
1: Probably is. But we speak English, and we just do everything in a bastard way in English. I, I guess. All right, I'll anyway. accept it okay so so let's just talk let's just go through we'll talk about a couple of them right so the first one is focusing on relationships so people that are successful they focus on relationships now again you might be sitting here listening to this going duh right but are you actually focusing on relationships maybe not right because i don't know if this happens to you kathy but You know, as as we get busy, we get this huge, long to-do list, these tasks, these projects that we have to do. And most of us default back to just checking off the tasks, checking off the projects, because we got to get it done. And so, you know, usually what ends up happening is we steamroll over other people in trying to get done what we have to get done. And so we kind of throw that relationship piece out of the mix. And, you know, I learned that early on in my career. I remember getting sat down by my chief financial officer and kind of had the finger wagged at me. And she said, you know, Jason, you're, you're really good at doing your job. But, but, right? So you always know when somebody says, but you're about to get smacked, right? Yep. And she said, but you, you tend to steamroll people and run over them Uh to get done what you need to do. Right. And again, that was like, that was a big wake up call for me, right. As a young executive. So, you know, like I said, Kathy, I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen that in, in your life too, right. The people who focus on relationships versus the people that are just focusing on getting shit done.
0: Yep. Well, and to add to that, I mean, if you look at something like LinkedIn, or social media, the whole point of that is to build relationships. And how often does someone connect with you on LinkedIn, and then 10 seconds later, you get this 30 paragraph sales pitch. It's like, I don't know you. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know who you are. I don't you know, it's great for you to say what you offer, but I don't need a 30 paragraph sales pitch. And my uncle who like classic salesman, he sold cardboard and cardboard boxes, like I never understood as a kid. There's why big money in
1: corrugated. I used to work in that industry. There
0: is, <laughs> but it was hilarious because as a kid, like we'd all go out to dinner and he'd stop as we were leaving the restaurant and like go through the recycling and like look at boxes. My dad and I were like, because I didn't understand why he was looking to see where they got their cardboard, which was yeah. now I get it. But when I started doing more speaking stuff and I was reaching out to, to kind of pitch myself, he said, Kathy, here's the key to sales. If they like you, they'll see you. If they trust you, they'll buy from you. And it's about building those relationships. And the other thing that I'm seeing a lot of it, it's so funny when you started this, your sentence and you went relationships, duh, I don't know that it's duh. I think most people don't think about it anymore. I, I think we're so focused on self and so focused on what I want and I want to get stuff done. The thing that I'm seeing right now is people are building relationships with those people they think can help them. Mm. And they're completely forgetting about the rest. You know, I have a, I know a business owner right now. Now, granted, he's a raging narcissist, like in the classically psychological sense sense of that, he's a narcissist. And if he thinks that these people will be important, if he thinks they'll admire Mm. him in a way, if he thinks they will boost what he wants, he's the nicest guy in the world. But he treats his own staff like shit. And it's like, I can sit back and watch this. And I find it so irritating because, you know, I grew up in a family where relationships was was the thing. My dad was so personable. He was, everybody loved my dad. He was the nicest guy. Like no one could complain about my dad. Uh, so it's like, that's how I was raised of you're nice to people. You're friendly, you're funny. You know, you you build that rapport. And so to see people who run businesses who aren't doing that, I think that's, they're well, they're doing themselves a disservice because their staff hates them. <laughs> You know, so it's like you're not building those relationships internally or externally.
1: Well, and it's interesting because as you're talking about that, you know, like this business owner that you're referring to, <clears throat> Adam Grant talks about, you know, takers, matchers, and givers as well hmm. as the terms that he has, right?
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: And, if you, and if you think about it, right? I mean, if you're in that, just check the box, got to get stuff done, yep. scanning it and saying, what can I get from this person? you're a taker, right? You're just trying to take from other people. Now, yeah. if, if, if somebody were to come in, and if I were to come into your house, right, and take something, what would you call me? A thief, right? Why are you taking my car, taking my book, taking my whatever, mm-hmm. right? So if I come into your space, and I take something from you, we'd be pretty pissed off, right? Because we'd we'd look at that person and think, that person's stealing from me.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But how many people take, 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 and they think it's okay, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I get this all the time. You know, like you said, I get hundreds of messages a week from people that just want to take from me without ever having any kind of a relationship. And so again, we've we've used the analogy before, right? It's like if you're dating somebody on the first date, you go, you don't go, hey, let's start making babies, right? You got, <laughs> you, you might, but you're probably going to get slapped in the face. Well,
0: it's about the practicing making babies.
1: It's oh, there you go. There, <laughs> oh, 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 okay. But usually, there has to be some relationship built, right? Yeah. And again, especially in our desire to be so productive, right? Everything in our day has to be so productive. We have to be checking off the list. We really have forgotten how important relationships are. Yeah, it's one of the reasons too, why you know people are depressed, they feel alone. It's because you're just taken from people and you're not actually developing those relationships,
0: and it takes work you know, it really does take work. And, you know, I realized a couple of years ago, it's like, I see clients and I see at that time, my husband, that was it. Now I've developed friendships with most of my massage clients just because you can't help it. You see them every week for years. You're going to develop that rapport in that relationship. But I suddenly realized it's like, I don't have girlfriends. Like if I need, if I need something or if I want to go hang out or if I who am I calling? You know, so it's just as important to have those personal relationships built up as it is those business ones. And everybody is so busy. And then you've got friends with kids and then you've got friends, you know, but I have been going out of my way for the last couple of years to make sure you know, we've got people coming over tomorrow night for wine. You know, I invite people over constantly because I want to share that time and that space with them and the house full of wine that I have. You know, I want to share that with people and build those relationships and have that rapport because it enriches our lives. It makes us fuller. And I think that was one of the big stressors during COVID was we didn't have that social interaction that we so desperately need. We are social animals. Even if you're an introvert, we are social animals. We need that interaction. So I love the building relationships. I think that's, that's. I love that it's first too, because I do think that's key to so many other things. Well,
1: and it's interesting because like you said too, you know, at at, at different points in all of our lives, we need something. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've lived long enough that I know that there's been certain times in my life that I need something or I need someone's help. Yeah. And I know in the future, it's going to be that way as well, right? There's going to be some, something that happens in the future. I've not even thought about or contemplated, but I'm going to need somebody's help. Now, if, if you haven't talked to somebody, in 10 or 15 years and the first thing they do is call you and ask you for money or ask you for whatever it is that they need chances are you're probably not going to reciprocate right right and so again you wouldn't want people doing that to you so don't do that to other people yeah right you've got to develop those relationships along the way And yes, in the future, your friends are going to, they're going to want to help you, Mm -hmm. but you have had, you have to have had that relationship over time or else they're going to just feel like they're being taken advantage of.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if you feel
1: like you're being taken advantage of by somebody else, that ain't a real relationship, Uh right? That's me sneaking in your house and stealing your stuff. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. I won't do that. that. Yeah. All right. All right. Remove that from my to do list for this week.
0: Take something. Well, I mean, there's some stuff we could probably get rid of. Um, My boyfriend would like me to get rid of the rat skeleton, but, you know, that's just, it's art. So, uh, when next time we do what's on my desk, I'll bring down the rat skeleton. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Um, I, I was massaging a client and I needed to get my car from the car thing. i just done an oil change and I knew it was on the way to his house when he was going home. And I said, hey, you know, I, I have a favor to ask you, would you mind after your massage, if you're not rushing off to somewhere, could you just drop me at the car place so I can pick up my car? And he goes, Kathy, thank you so much for asking. He goes, I would love to be of service in that way. You help so many people and it is the least I can do for you is to get you to drop off your car. Thank you so much for letting me do that for you. And I was like, Wow, that's a relationship, you know, that is people helping each other and being of service to each other. So if it's kind of slightly off topic, but if you need if you do need something from someone, ask them people who love you want to help. So, you know, reach out to those relationships that you've built, know the level of that relationship. And you know, don't be afraid to ask when you need something. That was just such a beautiful lesson for me when he was so thankful to get to help me do something. So that was kind of cool.
1: Well, and it that's a good lesson because so much of the time we feel like we're imposing on people by yeah. asking, right? But again, if you have the if you have the relationship with someone, it actually benefits the other person, it allows them to serve. And like you said, that, per, that man that was like, I've so much want to drop you off, right? A lot of people want to serve and want to help out, we just, we don't know how. Yeah. And so actually asking for the help or allowing other people to serve benefits them, but it also benefits us as well.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it was a really neat lesson. So yeah, I was, I was, I always think about that.
1: Yep. Yeah. So that's one of the first habits. Mm-hmm. And again, it's called a habit. Why? Because you're, you're being someone who is in relationship with other people. And so you're yep. constantly being the person like your dad and your uncle, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Who are just these gregarious, happy people that are always developing relationships, doing what they can to help others and develop those relationships you know how many times have you gotten a card from somebody or a text and said hey i was just thinking about you today yep no i did that yesterday nothing 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 big i was just thinking about you wanted to let you know yep Yep. You know. I
0: did that all the time. I have an old client who moved to Hawaii years ago and she popped into my head a couple of times. So like two or three days ago, I messaged her on Facebook. And I'm like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, I was thinking about you. I hope your family's great. I miss you guys so much. And just, I hope you're just having a beautiful day. And she's like, Oh my God, thank you so much for reaching out. It totally made my day to know you were thinking of me. If you're thinking of somebody reach out and tell them that that's, I do that all, I did that yesterday too. I passed an old restaurant that a friend of mine owned that he shut it down a couple of years ago and I was like just thinking of you I hope you're doing great how's the family like it's so nice to get that so give that too
1: yep exactly so that's the first one focusing on relationships the second one is thinking strategically oh. and and this one is hard for a lot of people because you know I, I work a lot with leaders executive uh-huh. leaders and organizations and so as we're growing and developing in our career, we start off kind of supervising people and we start managing people, right? These are like day-to-day task kind of stuff, right? Kathy, are you getting your work done sort of thing? And so we're very much focused on on the the individual tasks, the things that are right ahead of us, Uh and that's really all that we focus on because we're just trying to get through what we need to get through, right? Right. But when you move to becoming really a leader instead of a supervisor or a manager, you have to start thinking much more strategically at that point. Uh And so an analogy that I use a lot is, you know, people, you know, when you're sitting outside and mosquitoes start coming around, right? What do you start doing? Most people start swatting at the mosquitoes, right? They get all, they get all busy and fixated on the mosquitoes uh-huh. and swatting mosquitoes all day that they don't even recognize when that alligator is coming up behind them oh. and going to eat them, right? Because they're focused tactically uh-huh. instead of strategically. So really, you know, as a as a leader, one of the things that you have to do is be more strategic. You know, and 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 this is hard for a lot of people to do because we get so caught up in doing our day to day stuff that we never take time to stop and reflect.
0: Yeah, that's such a good
1: point. One of the executive forums I I run, we we had a call yesterday, and that's what I told him. I'm like, you know congratulate yourself for showing up for yourself for an hour and a half. Yeah. Because what we just talked about in the last hour and a half is moving you to that strategic level, right? So now you can go back to your organization and you can say, Oh, I never thought of these things like this before. Yeah, Right. And so it's taking that pause, thinking more strategically, but again, it's not what we're used to. Yeah. So for a lot of people, it's uncomfortable to stop and, and look at the bigger picture.
0: And and it's interesting because I'm trying to, because I don't have that kind of position. I'm just a solopreneur kind of thing. So it's like, I'm thinking about where have, ta- where have there been spaces in my career, either as a massage therapist, as a speaker, as an author, where this applies to me because I'm not managing other people. But no. what I think it's the, the way it's translated in my brain is the knowing what I want. Mm-hmm. thing and I think sometimes you know going back to the being stuck in the weeds kind of thing it's like I have gotten in the past I think I'm a little bit out of this but I've gotten so stuck in the I got another massage got another massage got another massage that I don't actually think about okay where is this ending like what is your goal with all this it's the old commercial time to make the donuts time to make the donut I, I mean like big, I love those commercials <laughs> and anybody under 30s. Like, what the hell are you talking about? No, it's time to make the done. And I think we do, we get into that cycle of just, just doing the rat race thing. Forget it. Like, what is your ultimate goal? Mm -hmm. You know, it was so interesting. I I texted someone yesterday, said, Hey, I have a massage opening for Monday. He said, Oh, you know, my boss is now bringing somebody in. I don't need to see you anymore. And there was a part of me that was like, God. And then I realized I don't want to be doing massage anymore. He's incredibly difficult to massage because he's just like a brick he's solid. But, and I kind of went, wait, Kathy, that, that does not fit into your plan. Anyway, you were thinking of the day to day. I had an opening fill it, as opposed to actually forward thinking to what are you trying to build? Like, what is the future that you want? And so it's, I think from my perspective, the will you know, str- strategically think kind of fits into that from the, I run my own little one person business kind of thing. So does that, I mean, like, is that the same kind of thing that you're talking about?
1: Well, it is, and actually, you know, even even when you are a solopreneur, taking time away, so like stepping away, yeah, and like you said, what do you do when you step away? Well, part of it is looking at that. What do I really want to do? Right, yeah. giving yourself a little bit of space because, mm-hmm. you know, it's the way our brain works too. Is that we we get so caught up in all that doing, 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 doing that we can't allow that other inspiration or other things to come through until we stop. And so, you know, again, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs as well, right? Take a week of vacation, take half a day off work, yeah, right? And actually just do nothing. I did that yesterday. I pretty much ignored my phone, didn't do my emails at all for a whole half a day. For you. right there's a lot of people that they join certain coaching groups or masterminds mm-hmm. or other things like that because it it forces them to take a day or two maybe every quarter out of their day and let them be different think yeah. differently than mm-hmm. what they normally do right and so like in your situation yeah well you know damn it i don't have the the massage but hold it wait it wait that's a part of my business that i'm trying to wind down anyway cuz right. I want to do other things. So right. tactically maybe it sucks, but strategically that's the right thing, right? And just reminding yourself of that.
0: And here's what's cool. So I have a Facebook group called The Empowerment Project and I would like two more coaching clients. That's what I have room for in my in my practice. So I put a thing up on The Empowerment Project saying, "Hey all, I have room for two new coaching clients. This is I like a succession commitment. Da, 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 da. Nobody responded, but I was like, okay. So Friday, I got a connection on LinkedIn who became a coaching client. Yesterday I got a call from the husband of one of my current coaching clients. He wants to be a coaching client. They took the spots on Monday, and I have the two new coaching clients that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I had Could I booked you? that massage, it wouldn't Would have, have
1: worked. It. Wouldn't have done it.
0: Ah, the universe. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And so again, right, that's one of those things that you put out there. Yep. It doesn't always come the way we expect it to. But when you right. give when you give yourself the space, and when you put the intention out there, things end up happening. Yeah, you know, I mean, I know a lot of business owners just like you do, right? And how many times have mm-hmm. we heard, man, that last great idea that I had came from when I took vacation?
0: Yeah, oh, of and, course. I, and I yep.
1: was talking to my partner. We were having drinks in the pool, and all of a sudden, it just hit me, and that idea was worth a million dollars to me. Yeah, right. Because yeah. because what we do is we focus, and this kind of goes back to the focusing on relationships too, right? Is you're so as a salesperson, if you're so worried about making that hundred or that one thousand dollars sale. And that's all you're focused on. That's all you're going to be doing, right? But yep. what if what if focusing on a relationship with somebody for three to six months might lead to a million dollar sale? Where's the best time spent at that point, right? Yeah, absolutely. But because because it's it's a long term and it's also a strategic. See how these are tying together. <laughs> there was some thought that went into this, folks.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: um, it 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 becomes that strategic thing right you, yeah. you see it in the long term you get the fruits in the long term um, but you only can do that if you're thinking and acting strategically yep you stay Comple- in the tactical I, you'll just make the hundred dollar sales
0: I completely agree well and that's why we do a longer coaching relationship you know I've had people go well I just want one or two sessions I can't do anything with you. And what, I mean, we have to think to what do you actually want? And it takes a couple sessions to even figure that out. And it is about being strategic and how we use those sessions. I've got a protocol now that I do with pretty much every single client varied, of course, depending on what their goal is. But it's like, that's not a one and done thing. You have to play the long game. You know, if you throw the football down the field to try to get a touchdown, every single play, it's not going to work. Will it work every once in a while? Sure not every single time you have to think strategically. So I love it. Okay. So relationships and strategic. Yep.
1: And again, we'll probably have to do the, Hey, we live in LA, right? It's Hollywood. You got to wait. You got to wait. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think we're, we're, we're pretty much rubbing up on time already. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, we'll have any we other seven.
0: Here. So let's do two now and we'll do two later and we'll do three next.
1: That works for me. That's seven.
0: <laughs> yes, <okay. laughs> two,
1: two, two. two seven, three. Yeah. Two, yeah. Two, yeah two, two, I can, two, I can two, still do math in my head at that level. So <laughs> and that's what we have hands for right so we can and calendar. feet yeah yeah exactly all cool. right so so there's again you know and and you know some of it you know you might be looking at it thinking well I'm not I'm not an executive in a big corporation don't have neither to be. am
0: I don't have <laughs> nope.
1: to be right nope. and all we're all leaders these are all habits like I said that I've seen the people who are really successful are doing these things and so again it'll help you be successful in business but it also helps you be successful in life
0: yeah totally right? the
1: more the more you can be strategic the less of a midlife crisis you're going to have because you're already thinking about that you know we have those midlife crises because we we get so busy doing all of the things that we're doing and finally we wake up and go shit i got I only got 30 years more of my life, right? What am I going to do with the rest of it?
0: Uh-huh. And
1: then we start asking some of those questions and having some of those thoughts that we really should have been having all along.
0: Totally. Totally. I don't have to give up all my midlife crisis choices though, do I?
1: No, you can still you know, do whatever you want.
0: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> this was great. I love these two. I love the first two of the seven. That leaves five.
1: Leaves five. So people yeah, have so to listen in. Listen, listen in to uh, hear what those are in a future episode, and who knows when that will be or when that will drop. So listen every week. How about that?
0: <laughs> oh, good tease. Cool. Yeah. All right. In the meantime, I am Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com.
1: And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya. See ya.